The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Dr. Feelgood himself, Mr. Jason Koopsick. What is cracking, Playboy? It's busy last couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's been a bitch, All kinds man. of shit's been busy. Yeah. I mean, it's that time of year for us. Yeah, for sure. But other than that, it's just my life's been busy in general what's going on man just like work shit or what yeah it's um so my work is very far behind like a month behind on stuff when somebody orders something right now uh people aren't getting it for a month right usually it's this time of year usually it's about two weeks apparently i started over the summer and apparently this year we have three times the amount of work we had at this time last year oh fuck that's now nuts. I'm I keep up with it. My job I'm the entire customer service department, but I'm also the one that takes all takes ninety percent ninety five percent of the orders and processes them to the point to where they go out to the warehouse. So, but you also get one hundred and ten percent of the complaints, correct? Yes, all of them. <laughs> I have to all deal with the all of them except for the ones that have to, you know, that ask for things that I'm not quite able to give them without the boss's permission there's a few things like money i can't give them i could give them actually i'm actually allowed to give them a certain amount of money back but nice um i usually tell them that i can't yeah like i got this lady the other day that (laughs) lectured me for 20 minutes about the morals of business and what i should do business morals and the bit uh, uh, what i should do for the consciousness of my business basically she was trying to get me to say that i would give her the money back oh but i didn't i i would <laughs> I give it to this lady that was being rude to me even if she asked for it i probably wouldn't have but she couldn't even have the balls to ask for it and that that's no. weak i don't like that i don't yeah yeah so yeah anyways yeah so that's what i so like today, I was half the day. I was well, not half the day. A little over a quarter of the day, I was in the office by myself. At the end of the day, and this is how busy it was. And I know that this is nothing compared to people that are on the phone all day. But yeah, I um I was on the phone with the lady in Alaska, Alaska, I think. Anyways, so I was on the phone with her for twenty minutes trying to figure something out. And during that time, when I hung up, I had five voicemails, and that's not normal for me. <laughs> Especially because I have, it's not my only responsibility. I have a lot of other things that I need to get done, especially since, you know, after tomorrow, I'm going to be off for a week. Yeah. So I have to have all this shit done so I don't come. And I I know that they can handle it because they handled it for a few weeks in between having an employee in my position. Right. 
But one, the employee before probably, from what I hear, wasn't very good. And um, the work is like 10 times what it was over the summer. So Damn. Sounds like... It's going to be fun coming back. Well, it sounds to me like Dr. Feelgood's got his fingers in a lot of pies. You know what I'm saying? I'm just throwing it out there. So, yeah, it is my job. but I And I can handle it, but... I see you know me. I'm a new bullshit call it like it is and tell you how it really is kind of person. It's hard to do that and be nice. Bitches. Yeah. That's right. So <laughs> I just wanna just tell these people off. And I you know, I still do in a way, but in a nice way. Yeah, it makes see, that's just feel it. like they don't even know that I'm doing it. No, that's the trick, man. You have to be you have to find the tactful way to tell somebody to fuck off. That's that's where the magic happens. And a lot of people don't quite grasp that, and yeah. But no, it sounds like you're doing good. No, sounds yeah, like, I mean, yeah, I mean job's fine. I'm doing great. Yeah. But, um, just this last couple of weeks have been crazy up there. Sons of bitches. I'm sorry, oh. buddy. But hey, that's all right. You're that's uh, what alcohol is for. <laughs> Go have a big rip. That's right. That is right. So before we get into things tonight, I, we got a couple phone calls, we got a couple reviews, a couple other things, texts and stuff. Fucking but shit. But I have You have what? a couple of confessions to make. Oh, just a second. Just a second. Let me settle <laughs> in here. Let me settle in here. <clears throat> I have two. I have two confessions to make. One I already sort of made online. You're pregnant. Another one nope. I I haven't yet. Okay, what's up? Well, the first one is, <laughs> this one goes out to Eric Insbrenner, and he already knows because he's in the group that I posted it in, but this That's is for everybody funny. else. Yeah. He sends snaps all day long on Snapchat, <laughs> yes, and I does. don't watch them. I pretend to watch them, but I just skip through. I don't have time for that shit. <laughs> he, uh, he does spend a lot of time on Snapchat. Yeah, most of the time he's on the toilet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I just skip through it. I don't even watch him. He told oh, me to fuck man. off, but then he was fine about it. Okay, cool. The second confession is, I think, I think, <laughs> tonight will be the first time I record Nude. with no pants on. Nude? No, no, no <sighs> pants. Why do you do things like this to me, man? So I got to th- sit there. Think about how you're talking to me without pants on. Yeah, well, sit there and think about how hot and bothered I am because you just made that fucking statement. Yeah, you're going to have a hard time doing the show now? D- well, yeah, I think so. God, why do you do things like this? Well, why, while you're collecting yourself. <laughs> Let me just ask, though. Why why are you, like, pantless right now? Like, I don't know. Oh, I was cleaning. I was doing a lot of cleaning tonight. It's so kind of hot clean. in here. So, so you just clean in, in your in your undies? No, I had pants on when I was cleaning. Fucking rip them some bitches off. So like, I got myself all worked up, hot and sweaty. <laughs> so I decided to let oh, hair buddy. out a little bit. Oh, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. So we got we got three new five star Whoa reviews. Three ratings and reviews. Three in a week. Yes. Impressive. Uh, Impressive. The first one. Uh this comes from Seat 
150. All right. Titled Super Freaking Arse Podcast. <laughs> and it said, Entertaining and Enlightening. Great job remembering Tim. Very nice. Yes. And Very nice. okay, we got another one from Blame Games with a Z. Blame nice. Games. All right. All right. Uh, this one's for you, Josh. Oh, uh, the fuck. headline is Fun Show, but it, the the body of the the review says Josh Heard is amazing. Oh. And that's it. That's all it says. That's it all it me. says. It says nothing about Doctor Feelgood. No. It says Josh Heard is amazing. Yeah. Huh. I think I need to shake this person's hand, buy him a beer or something. I appreciate. Uh, I don't know who it is. Who's blame games? It's probably you. Tell me I'm wrong. No, it's not me. (laughs) It's probably Eric. So my review, actually, I do have a review on here that I reviewed before I was on the show. Is that now? I since I changed my name, it looks like I reviewed myself because it says the name is Jason of the Ectoplasm Show. What did your review say? Just out of curiosity. Remember. Was it shitty? Um, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't have it in front of me. So. I'd have to find it again. <laughs> Anyways, we got one more. And this one's long, and I haven't read it yet. So let's see what they oh, say. Okay. Is it a five-star? Uh, by Tommy Gun 21 Okay. I might know who this is. Okay. Um, I know a Tom that listens to the show <laughs> that's a friend of mine. But anyways, so the headline is The Epic Duo. This sounds like something Tom would say. Nice. Uh, It says, uh, subscribe to receive epic topic episodes and weekly news reports from a tag team style podcast, which hasn't been seen since Patrick Swayze teamed up with Indiana Jones and Groundhog Day. Yes, this is absolutely Tom. This is definitely Tom. Oh, God, that's good. He loves Patrick Swayze. Um, if you so ever weird. visit Casey, make sure you stop into the Big Rip for some perfectly crafted beer. Fucking right. Been a big fan of the show since day one. Well, day one since I've been on it, because he didn't know about it till I came on it. Hardly anybody did, pal. Uh, it says, I also love Lifetime movies. Keep it... <laughs> <laughs> but he just throws that in there. Just uh, random. Here we are. Keep on putting stuff, guys. You're doing great, and it's... Oh, let's get Josh abducted. My personal favorite topic is Josh Hurd's own Longthorn. Ooh. Much love. Um, Some weird word. I can't even read it. Uh, P.S. I'm in favor of adventurer feel good over doctor. So he Ooh. wants me to be adventurer. You know, we were talking just uh, was having a discussion just the other day. Uh, we'll we'll talk more about this, but I think we're going to start calling you um, instead of Doctor Feelgood, it'd be Doctor Bushman, um, just because you are an oh, yeah. outdoor because you you're had an, this conversation yeah, with you because you are. Oh, we'll talk later. Um, but because you are an outdoorsman and all of that, um, so I think Bushman would be more more fitting. So Doctor Bushman may become your new. Uh, your new name. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. We're, we'll, we'll get there. I promise. Okay. <laughs> You're like, fuck. Whatever. I, I just know. wonder who you're having a conversation with about me. Look, it'll and this, be fine. And this thing. <laughs> <laughs> about my nickname. You're sitting there having a conversation with somebody about my nickname. That's right. Oh, Shit happens I feel special. On, you should, buddy. It's all good. It's all good. 
No, we'll talk. So we got a couple of um, (laughs) voicemails. Oh, sweet. People are calling the show. um, People are like reviewing the show. Like this is fantastic, Mm -hmm. guys. Oh, my God. All right. Well, here, I'll play the first one. Okay. Let's do it. This is Cypress Women's Imaging Calling. Is scheduled on Thursday. It was just somebody called the wrong number. So was that like a doctor's appointment? Yeah, it was. Fuck. So somebody's going to miss their doctor's appointment because they have the Ecto line (laughs) as their number. What the fuck? (laughs) And I couldn't even recognize the name. It was like Ngok. Was the name that they like in- injected into the recorded conversation? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! All right. All right so we got Let's two more. Continue on. And there. Jesus Christ! Hey guys, this is Inspector. Just kind of taking a plethora of dick pics, trying to figure out which one I want to send you guys. <laughs> so you have some choices. I mean, it's just uh. Mind blowing what you can do with the with the dick, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, did quit my job, Jason. But I couldn't hack it, so I didn't want to hack it. I had a fucking swear jar. Every time you had a set of cuss words, you had to put money in it. I ended up just put a handful of quarters in there, just as you know, hey, it's gonna happen. I'll just pay up for it. Um, <laughs> just kind of got, you know, I just don't feel comfortable working around people that that uh, make it fresher. They say bull crap, or they make up their own curse words that aren't even curse words to, because I don't want to cuss or put money in the swear jar. Uh, also, everybody on my team um, had Bibles that had sticky notes in it, <laughs> and they referenced the Bible quite a bit. That's against religious people. I just want to shove down my throat, and I just felt kind of like an outcast. I'm like, yeah, sometimes. Listen to this little bitch justifying quitting his job. <laughs> this is great. fucking love him. All right, he left another one, too. Okay, cool. Hey, guys, it's Derek. Uh, I forgot to play this weekend when I was uh, heavily drinking at the bachelor party. I even sent my... Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention, he texted, said that he was going to call us during a bachelor party because he was really drunk, but he forgot. Damn it. Oh, wrong button. Oh, we don't need to listen to the Cypress Women's Clinic again. Dude, that was great. Hey, guys, it's Derek. Uh, I forgot to play this weekend when I was uh, heavily drinking at the bachelor party. I even set my alarm to call in, but when I set my alarm, I didn't feel like I was drunk enough to leave a worthy voicemail. Uh, so happens that I actually was drunk enough. I just, my drunk self didn't think my drunk self was drunk enough. But anyhow, I'm coming to work with my friends this weekend. Um, that Josh might be particularly interested in. So he was taking a nap on his couch, his back towards the living room, or, you know, he was facing the inside of the couch, I guess. And he kept feeling what he said 
it's like a cell phone vibration on his butthole. <laughs> he, he kept, you know, in a half ass sleep, just kept swatting at his butthole to, to like, what, you know, what's going on? He ended up getting up, going to bed. Um, and then again, he felt the vibration again in his butthole, but also <laughs> in his stomach behind his belly button. So from the inside, it's like, like yeah, he said, it felt like he had a cell phone in his stomach. Um, annoyed at this, he turned around and saw a small gray alien at the <laughs> foot of his bed. And then that was the last thing he remembers before he actually woke up again in his bed. But he said it felt so real, and he could still oh, still remembers what the vibrations in the stomach and butthole felt like. And I was like, "Dude, you just got raped by an alien." <laughs> um, you know, there's people for that. So, oh my god, good luck to you. But uh, <laughs> I'm pretty freaked out. But I thought I'd pass on you guys. I will talk to you guys soon. Holla. I can't tell if that was a true Dude, story or not. I don't know. Okay, so here's the deal, guys. For those of you that don't know our pal Eric Ensbrenner, he is so goddamn funny and that's the beauty of it is you don't know if he's being serious or if he's joking it's it's all in his delivery i promise you like it is so god blessed funny like we have to get this guy on the show we have to and we also got a uh text from star freak 74 which is josh m uh, he okay. says, just FYI, I find Bigfoot rape to be fucking hilarious. <laughs> My kind of people. <laughs> Apparently, I get yelled at for things like that, but that's okay. Can't please everybody. It'll be fine. Oh my goodness. So did you find any stories? Actually, let's say a couple <laughs> other things real quick. Let's say, um, go check us out on Pod Bros Network. Yes. Uh, PodBros.com. Also... Call us, 913-730-7255. Leave your voicemail or send a text. I did unlock the lines for an hour or two last Friday night, and nobody called. I posted about it on Twitter nobody. and Facebook, and nobody called. I'm going to have to call next time. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm not going to do it for another week. So um, I'll do it some when I'm on my trip next week. Oh, there you go. It's yeah, a hell I'll do of an it idea. some while I'm on the road. There you go. It's a hell of an idea. You uh, you gonna make your way up uh, this direction at all? You gonna come come visit? Come I'm visit me? not sure. I'm going out west. That's a no. <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> going out west. All right. All right. So we have here a glowing ball UFO that's sparking fear of apocalypse and possible alien invasion. Um, after illuminating the night sky with spectacular light show. This is quite the headline here. Quite the fucking mouthful, too. Giant UFO resembling an enormous glowing ball lit up the night sky, sparking fears of alien invasion or the possible end of days. Um, the huge mass of light illuminated the sky in northern Siberia uh, last night, apparently, within minutes Witnesses were speaking of aliens arriving in the end of the world. The extraordinary scenes were captured by photographer Sergi Anzimov. Fuck it. I, um, but in the town of... Oh, God, man. It, it's, a, it's a town, apparently, that straddles the Arctic Circle. <laughs> 
He says, I was taken aback for a few minutes, not understanding what was happening. The glowing ball rose from behind the trees and moved in my direction. Now, judging from these photographs, my friend, this this ball of, of light is effing huge. I mean massive. Absolutely massive. Um, this is pretty impressive. He says, my first thought was about the most powerful search powerful searchlight, but the speed of changing everything around changed the idea of what was happening. That's fucked up. The ball began to turn into an arc and then gradually dissipated. He later returned home to find local children ta- uh, talking, excuse me, about the multicolored light show. Uh, they were sighting aliens and uh, a portal to another dimension, apparently. Like, this had a lot of people shaken up. Um, some 520 miles further east, another photographer uh, with another name that I couldn't even begin to uh, pronounce admitted feeling scared as he witnessed a UFO. Uh, what the fuck? Uh, in it says in the in the Tomsk region. That's where it was, five hundred and twenty miles east of the first sighting. He says at first thought, it was such a radiance of such an unusual form, round in shape. But gradually the ball began to expand. It became clear that this is not some radiance, and it became. Scary. This is nuts, dude. Did you see anything about any of this? No, I didn't. No, this is interesting. On I haven't been paying media. much attention to stuff the last two weeks. Well, it's understandable. It says on social media, uh, this one guy says, I went out to smoke a cigarette and thought it was the end of the world. Um. Other people on there were saying that it was, in fact, aliens that were arriving. I mean, just nuts. It's uh, Some person in here uh, says it's a gap in the space-time continuum. Like, just all <laughs> sorts of fucking weird, weird things. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to have to post this link. Yeah, post it. I'm going to do that. I'm actually going to do that shit right now if I can. I tell you what, dude, this whole this whole internet fiasco thing that I'm going through is just pissing me off. A new one? What's that? I thought it was taken care of. Dude, it's always taken care of. It's always taken care of, and then 30 seconds later, it's not. Like, it just makes zero sense to me. And it pisses me off, man. Oh, my God. Everything works swimmingly when the techs are here. You know, and then the the second the texts leave, um, shit goes right back to where it was before. Makes zero sense to me. All right, it is posted. I posted that shit. I'll take a look at it later, but first, but first, headline. Let's do it. Bigfoot researcher sues Canadian government for ignoring Sasquatch. <laughs> All right. Let's do a it. Sasquatch researcher in Canada has filed a civil lawsuit against the province of British Columbia claiming that the government has failed in their duty to protect Bigfoot. Are lots of hunters and people killing them? 
Huh. Um, anyways, uh, cryptozoologist Todd Standing charges that British Columbia's Ministry of Environment, as well as the Department of Fish and Wildlife, have been shirking their Sasquatch responsibilities. Goodness. Specifically, he contends that the B.C. government is guilty of, quote, dereliction of duty pertaining to the interests of an indigenous wild species. Oh, wow. (laughs) As one can surmise, that species is Sasquatch, and Standing believes that should the lawsuit go to trial, he will prove the existence of the legendary creature once and for all. Really? I would love to see this. And... Other, uh, they spell check. Well, spell check wouldn't have caught this. Um, uh, in order to pull off the seemingly indomitable feat, nice work. So they made up for the wrong word there. Yeah, yeah. I think, anyways, they, they uh, brought it back. They brought the it back. seasoned investigator <laughs> intends to present the court with purported photos and video of the creature. Physical evidence such as scat and hair and an ar- or, or an array of witness testimony ranging from academics to eyewitnesses. Huh. Okay. <laughs> um, when academic uh, uh, witness testimony, when they have to be eyewitnesses? You would think. Mm, anyways. Uh, <laughs> one rather intriguing aspect standings filing is that he is petitioning the court to provide him with a government-approved biologist to join on a three-month-long Sasquatch expedition in the region. So he's just trying to get the government to pay for this. Trip. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's only once. You turned your opinion. Quote, this is our chance, he declared to the Vancouver Sun. We're only going to get one shot at this, and we need to succeed. Why are we only getting one shot? Haven't we had all of these shots up until now? For decades. Whether his case actually winds up in court is presumably for the Canadian legal system to decide, although it appears that the Attorney General of British Columbia is not too concerned as he mocked the case and asked by, or when asked by the newspaper about it. Um, Although Standing is seen as a controversial figure in Sasquatch circles. One can help or can't help but admire his inspired attempt to prove the existence of Bigfoot via a legal, legal route, since trying to convince scientists has proven to be fruitless pursuit for decades. Wow. And considering that many places already have laws protecting Bigfoot from hunters, there's always the possibility that the British Columbian government will enact some kind of ordinance that might allow for an area of wilderness to be set aside for the creature to live, whether it really exists or not. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> like, seriously. Big uh, it says that is, of course, assuming the British government can find a biologist willing to give up three months of their lives to venture into the woods with standing to look for the creature. Oh, wow. Wow. So, yeah. He's just trying to get a free trip. Maybe that's maybe that's what we should do to get uh, to the thing that we're trying to that's fund. right that's right i think we could uh, i think we could probably make that happen just got to reach out to the right people going to the supreme court we're going to make trump respond i know he's not on the supreme court but we're going to make him respond too yeah yeah damn it i'm going to write a strongly worded letter to my congressman right now who is your congressman couldn't tell you if you tried 
<laughs> what a great American. Way to go, pal. Way to fucking go. Oh, my goodness. So what else we got here, pal? You damn Iowans. It always, like, the... the um, they always make it a big deal that Iowa for the caucuses. What's that now, pal? Iowa. Oh, with Iowa? Yeah, campaign. I don't... I don't... Uh, I was always in there for picking the candidates. Yeah, and I don't understand why. Because they have a caucus there, right? Well, yeah. But so it's a different process. So they're one of the ones that actually get to have a bigger choice yeah. in who gets to elected to run for president. Right. So what you're saying is, like, Iowa supposedly well i mean in the grand scheme of things yeah they they always put a lot of focus on on iowa whenever it comes to be uh election time or anything like that have you ever gone to one of those caucuses things oh god no are you fucking serious no, no dude come on no hell no my congressman by the way is david young <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just saying but um no i have not I have absolutely fast not. Google fingers. Did you hear me type? They have keyboards that are quiet. Plus, you have a phone in your hand. I, dude, I'm not on my damn phone. <laughs> I'm talking to you, you dick. <laughs> I can't believe this. You can't believe what? I can't believe this. Call me. All right, out. just t tell us a story. Okay. Um. Let's see here. Oh, I already did this one. God damn it. Okay, here. I got the right one. So, this sends up a few different red flags for me. So, I'm just I'm just going to to read the headline and then we'll move on. Former detective says, "Quote, he traveled through time inside a church." In a church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Says there are many dedicated Wasn't paranormal... Wasn't there a movie like this? <laughs> it didn't take place in a church, though. No. Uh, it wasn't uh, Rambo was in it. Who was in this? No, it wasn't Rambo. It wasn't Rambo. It's What was his... What's his name? Kickboxer. Jean-Claude Jean Jean Claude Van, Van Damme? It's Time Cop. Time Cop. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, it says there are many dedicated uh, ghost hunters out there. That fill the web with bizarre stories regarding the ethereal mysteries of the world. We hear about stories of ghostly encounters with strange spiritual or non-spiritual entities or stories about haunted places uh, or places that defy logic and sometimes seem to break time and space. One peculiar paranormal situation happened to a former detective. Ghost hunter Chris Halton tells the story of how he traveled in time inside of a church. It says the former field intelligence officer who also owns a well-known paranormal channel called Haunted Earth said he was exploring the church and felt uncomfortable all of a sudden. Now, let's see here. He says the walls of the church began to change in accordance with to different time periods. He said that he never left his his actual time period, only the space around him did, and then reverted back 
to its so present like day a state. Residual haunting thing, possibly. What it, maybe, but what it sounds like to me is just like an acid trip, or something. Like this guy sounds like a fucking nut bar, in my opinion. Uh-huh. So you've never, like, I've never witnessed this, but I've no. heard plenty of stories of stuff exactly like this that never. the surrounding changes to a previous time I period. Have never. Ever. It's depicted a lot in movies, and I know they're just movies, but those movies get the theories from theories and right. real, uh, well, proclaimed true stories. It's interesting, though. Huh. I uh, I just think uh, this Chris Halton guy is absolutely, like, the cheese is slid off his cracker. He's a fucking loon. I, I do not see this. How long have I been investigating, my friend? Like, a very long time. Like, yeah, this has never happened to me. Not once. Not a single time. It hasn't happened to any of my buddies either. And I have a lot of buddies that do this for just as long, if not longer, as I have. This phenomenon has never happened. I think. I don't know, man. I think he uh, may have drank some of the communion wine or something while in in said church. Maybe, <laughs> but if it is a, something that can actually happen, it this does yeah. have to happen to somebody. Yeah, if this is something that could happen, and if it has now, happened... Now, would it happen to the guy with a huge YouTube channel he's trying to boost? Uh, Maybe yeah. not. <laughs> um, but maybe, maybe it would. Maybe I mean... That. Yeah. I just... Yeah, I have such a hard time believing shit like this. I have such a hard time believing this. I wish time travel were actually possible. Well, yeah, the headline's a little confusing. It is confusing a because he, because it's not really time travel. Not even a little bit. He says he was he never left his you know our current time period. Just everything around him was kind of shifting and morphing. Um, so into, you know, a former time period or what have you, but yeah, I don't know, dude. I just don't know. So I was looking for other stories and I came across that Russian stuff and I remembered <laughs> I had seen this and it looks like the Russian uh, stuff. other missile tests that I'm I've sorry. seen video. What, uh, uh, what, the, uh, it looks weird at weird angles. It's the trail it creates. It could even glow like that. The Russian thing. Oh, the story I the just Russian told. Thing you yeah, talked the about glowing earlier, ball yeah. thing. Yeah, I think this is the same thing that the, that that story was talking <clears throat> about. Now I do it's have a question. It's most likely though. from a missile launch. Okay. Now here's my question though. Like because they saw this same type of anomaly, then 520 miles east of the in original location, is that something that's possible, or would that be, or would that suggest another missile launch? I mean, that's totally feasible, It correct? could be either. I mean, it depends on how clear the night is. It depends on how high it goes. It depends on weather patterns. It depends on all kinds of things. And Russia is huge. Yes. And they have probably have missile silos everywhere, test sites everywhere. <laughs> I and would... if you're going to test one, why not test multiple ones at a time? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we are seemingly in starting in within another cold war 
Yeah. I mean, we've talked about the Russians quite a bit, and it's not just the Russians, it's the whole region. And the whole world, really, is getting more tense. So, of course, they're yeah. going to be testing things. We're testing all kinds of things. They just usually do it outside of a public right. area. That's why they own, like, the federal lands cover 90% of the West. Sure. And Alaska and, and all that kind of stuff. So I'm sure people see it, see yeah. stuff like that. I mean, we had one a year ago, plus now probably, where it was off the coast of California. We had another one down in, uh, you know, it was definitely the one over California that I remember seeing. And everybody thought it was a UFO for a few weeks until, you know, and it could be just a cover up. Yeah. But it they they stated, yeah, we did a missile test. Um. And of course we do that kind of stuff. I mean, it would be, yeah, uh, do they want to, if there was something truly UFO phenomenon going on um, and they didn't want us to know about it, they would tell us it was a missile test. Right. But the other, the other, the, it goes the other way too. They want people to think things are UFOs, so they don't really pay attention to what the government's actually doing. That's been a tactic <laughs> As far back as Roswell, if not yeah. further. Yeah, so absolutely. It is what it is. I, I, I heard a story the other day. It was on another podcast. It might have been MU. Oh, okay. They had a guy on talking about gas. They had He wrote a book all about gas, like the different properties, and not just like human gas, Liar. just like gas in general. And he had a story that perfectly explained roswell whoa even down to the hieroglyphs on the material seriously yeah it, it, wow. it was like his story i believe if i remember right it was some sort of balloon that was testing the atmosphere for certain kind of waves that would come from atomic tests in russia it ended wow. up failing but this material was yeah. the same material that was found in roswell same pictures and the hieroglyphs this is he apparently i'd have to look into it again and i, I don't want to misquote him but right, i remember right. he talked about how even some of the engineers talked about how they didn't care what kind of tape they used. they just grabbed some kid tape that had some weird writing on it and <laughs> slapped it on there nice nice and that's uh, um you know i'd have to look into it more but that was just another thing that he found all of this stuff that explained exactly what roswell was dude that sounds so interesting to me i love that stuff i absolutely love it all right pal. he also talks about how um what we expel as breath yeah a lot of it sticks around for thousands of years and that um caesar's last breath is still floating around out there, and the molecules still get breathed in wow. by most people on the planet on a daily basis. And that he called the book Caesar's Last Breath because if we ever leave the planet, part of his breath would go with it. Interesting. And that goes for everybody on the planet, of yeah. course, but he just used that as an example. Caesar's Last Breath, those molecules are still out there being circulated. What a really, I mean, that's really. A cool thought. I like that. He also that talked analogy. about the percentage of, um, like, actual human gas you breathe in. Like farts? 
Yeah, it's actually pretty low because apparently that kind of gas doesn't last very long. But you're still you're still like okay. it, you're not like breathing in like Caesar's last fart. It's fine. That stuff's not still around. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But if there's like, a death throughout for the you. day, of course you're breathing in stuff that came out of somebody's butt. That's fucking. You just nasty. are. I mean, it's just the fact of life. Yeah, and I guess you really can't write a book about gas without talking about the farts. I mean, I'm sorry. That's just the way it goes, man. But as far as that stuff doesn't really hang around, I I beg to differ. I beg. The to molecules differ. themselves break down. Well, I will fast. say this: okay, hang around in the sense of a few hours <laughs> no, or a day is a lot different than a thousand years. <laughs> Listen to me real carefully here, okay? Have you you've met my friend Mike, right? Big Mike, met yes. Big Mike. Yeah, okay. So uh, we were in college. Big Mike ripped a fart, okay? And it wasn't it wasn't just a fart, okay? This was biblical in nature it was terrible it was a cold february night i do remember that um but he ripped he ripped ass and um it stunk so fucking bad we had to get out of my dorm room yeah he farted in my dorm room anyway we opened the window it smelled so bad remember i think you told this story before you've at least told me this story. i'm I'm sure i have sure i have we left we left for four hours we came back into the room it's cold as hell but it still stinks it was terrible, absolutely terrible. I had to sleep elsewhere that night. It was bad news bears. Bad news bears. So don't tell me it doesn't linger. <laughs> this gentleman has never been introduced to the to the likes of Big Mike at all. All right, on that happy little note, let's take a little break, hear a word from our sponsors. Come on back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence, discuss theories and techniques in the forum, create a group for your team or find a team to join, watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week by subscribing. Find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. Hey, this is Nock from the Geek Yogurt Podcast. Tune in every week as we discuss movies, TV, comics, and video games. We are on Podbean, iTunes, Satchel, or on your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at Yogurt Podcast and weigh in on our weekly topics. 
All right, welcome back, guys. Round two. So, Josh, two. I haven't seen yeah any naked YouTube videos yet. Uh, not yet, not yet. Um, it's been a busy week with Halloween and all that fun shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I want to compose the best parody uh, of Blink 182 that I could possibly do, and then I will get all sorts of naked in front of the camera, and I'm going to run around um, the neighborhoods and and things of that nature. There's a very high probability. You're going to do this outdoors. I'm going to do a portion of it outdoors, but it's also getting cold outside. So I mean, you know, <laughs> but um, it'll be behind a guitar. <laughs> Nobody will see the shrinkage. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's not even a concern of mine either. I really don't give a shit. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, there's a high probability that I'll probably be arrested at some point. Um, I literally live just Let's go right out in next the corn door. fields. Just yeah. don't run backwards. Like I live right next door to uh, a dispatcher, and then right on the other side of him uh, is uh, one of the sheriffs. So I mean, I'm I'm telling you, I've got uh, I gotta I gotta watch my ass over here. So, but anyway, speaking of all that fun stuff, all the uh, the fun Blink One Eighty Two stuff. Um, last week I mentioned that you know Tom DeLonge was giving an interview. Uh, to Joe Rogan on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, and I ended up, I listened to it. I watched it, actually, as a matter of fact, on, on YouTube. So I was watching it, and you know how Joe Rogan, his show is, I mean, what, four hours, five hours in length at times? It's I have fucking, no idea. I've never listened to it. Oh, it's fantastic. It's a fantastic show. It really is. Um, but... Um, it was interesting to me because just looking at the time stamp on the actual video itself, it was an hour and 40 minutes, if I'm remembering correctly, like an hour and 40 minutes in length. Um, and now I know why. So like, it's kind of interesting because you're watching this and you're, you're wanting Tom DeLong to say something uh, somewhat noteworthy. And it's it's interesting because throughout the entire interview process, he will drop these little nuggets um, of just amazing things. And and obviously, when you say something incredible, a, a good host or a good interviewer is going to then uh, push a little harder and try to dig a little more information out of you. There's generally a follow-up question. Every follow-up question that Joe Rogan presented to Tom DeLong was greeted with Tom's answer of, oh, I really can't get into that right now. Like, it was just, it was ridiculous. And so you could watch Joe Rogan get just a little more pissed off by every passing minute. Until, like, he just ends the show. Like, it just stops. Um, very interesting. But like I said, Joe Rogan's podcasts are usually four to five hours in length. This was an hour and 40 minutes. Okay? You and I have done shows that are longer than that. You know, it, it, yeah. so it wasn't it wasn't anything groundbreaking. It wasn't anything uh, spectacular like I thought it was going to be. I'm like, good God, man, you're on Joe Rogan's podcast, which is quite literally speaking, like one of the biggest podcasts in the world. Uh, and you got you got nothing there. You gave us jack shit. So I was not impressed at all. I was super pissed about it. So yeah, 
I'm so if have we to get him on this one. show, that's what, what I'm is saying, he man. Be able to say that's different. Nothing, probably. It'll probably be the exact same thing, honestly. So now I'm reconsidering. I still think it would be fun to make a video of me. What are the other band members band? of Blink 182 doing? Uh, they're still in Blink 182 touring the entire world. That's what they're doing. They're making money. No, I didn't they're, they're, they're making money. That's what they're doing. <laughs> Why isn't he? Why isn't? Yeah, honestly, man, like he he gets into it a little bit, but I mean, there's many different reasons. Number one, I I don't know. Uh, I I think there was a lot of uh, tension within the band anyway. So I know when Tom jumped ship and all that stuff, like I think that was just because they they weren't really getting along. But Tom's always been fascinated about you know aliens, UFOs, this whole thing. Um, and I think he used a little bit of his celebrity status to gain access to specific people uh, and places and what have you. Um, but, I mean, he's genuinely interested in the subject. He really is. Um, but, yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the hell. It's kind of crazy. I, I lost you. You're huh. gone. There you no, are. you didn't. There you are. Hey, buddy. Well, I'll still make the video and let's see what happens. No, I still think I should make the video. I think it'd be fun. Run around naked. Who doesn't like that? It'd be brisk. I will say that. All right. So, did you do you watch? No. Did you watch no. Game of Thrones at all? Nope. See, I was the same way for a long time until this season, actually. I didn't start really? watching it until. Over the summer, are you all caught up it, now? We got you, what? Are you all like caught up now on the on the show itself? Yeah, I am okay. actually because we got we got HBO Go last year because I wanted to watch Westworld or whatever HBO. What we got HBO or whatever. Yeah. So um, we watched all of it all summer, and then when the new ones came out, we watched them as well. Um, I only bring it up because. Somebody that dies at the end of this season is going on to do a new show. Um, he's going to be in uh, Aiden Gillian, who plays Littlefinger in the show, is going to star in Robert Zemeckis' UFO drama called Blue Book. What? And it says, uh, I'll just read the story here. It says, the man yeah. formerly known as Littlefinger soon will investigate extraterrestrial life forms. Nice. Game of Thrones alum Aiden Gillian. I think that's how he pronounces it. I don't know. I've never heard it pronounced. Anyways. Okay. Is set to star in History Channel's Blue Book. An executive from executive producer Robert Zemeckis. Our sister site, Deadline, reports. Uh, this is from TVLine.com. Yeah. Uh, a 10-episode scripted drama. So this isn't him going, and this is a scripted drama. Okay. Created by David O'Leary, cent centers on a real-life secret U.S. government operation in the 1950s and 60s that investigated UFOs-related phenomenon. Uh Gillian is set to play Dr. J. Allen Hynek, an astrophysicist and UFO skeptic recruited by the Air Force to, or quote, to spearhead the clandestine operation that researched thousands of cases, many of which were never solved. Wow. Uh, the official log line reads. 
as an addition, History has announced the Oscar and Emmy Award-winning production designer Robert Stromberg, whose credits include Avatar, Maleficent, and Star Trek The Next Generation, is yeah. on board to direct the first two episodes. Damn, man. Um, Sean Jablonski from Suits. I have no idea who that is. No, I couldn't tell you. Uh, will serve as showrunner, so I'm guessing he's the headliner. Uh, working alongside E.P. Zemeckis, O'Leary, and Jack Ripka, who did the Borgias, and Jackie Levine, who did Allied. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, so it's not uh, like a history reality show. Right. This is a scripted. It's scripted, but I wonder. I mean, obviously, we're not going to learn anything new from this, but it. No. At least in the fact of, I'm not meaning that we know everything about it, so we won't learn anything, but Bullshit. I don't think any secrets will be revealed by this show. No, probably not. However, I bet they uh, I bet they hint at a lot of things. Well, that and, I mean, they probably have researchers finding everything that. that is public out there that they could put into the show, and by watching it, you can learn about yeah. some possible real-life stuff that they investigated yep, that exactly. maybe isn't so mainstream. You would be kick-ass at that job. I'm just throwing that oh, yeah? out there. I think so. I think you would kick some serious ass at that job. At which job? At which doing, like, doing uh, factual like research, digging up um, historical fact and things of that nature uh, to aid in uh, the writing process of a like scripted television series or even just a docu type series. You know what I'm saying? Like that would be fucking outstanding. I think that'd be right in your wheelhouse, dude. You should do yeah, that. Maybe. You should fucking do that. You need to do that. Okay, I will do that. Why aren't you doing that? Get on it. What are you doing? Anyways, I don't know if I'll watch the show. Um, I don't. I maybe I'll maybe I'll set it to record an episode and I'll check it out. But I think it'd be sweet. It doesn't say when, so he's just now been announced to be in it. So they probably haven't even filmed. No, yeah, they're probably so probably just, still be another year. Yeah, they're probably just casting and all that fun shit. That sounds interesting though, pal. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, man. What else you got for us? I'm fresh out. Well, I'm fresh out I'll over scan here. Scan through here, see if there's anything else. Um, nearly three quarters of Americans believe in the paranormal. I'm sorry. I thought it was lower than. I that. thought it was much lower than that. It's from Fox to Detroit. Okay. Nearly three-fourths <laughs> of Americans hold paranormal belief studies, says. What's wrong with Detroit, man? Our podcast network is based in Detroit, Detroit no. and my favorite the, hockey team is there. I, I didn't say anything. I mean, I know half the city's falling apart Whatever. and not taken care of. Fuck and there's it. probably a lot of drugs and other things It'll there. It'll be fine. You know, I honestly, I've never been there because... <laughs> I don't want to go hang out in Detroit. I do want to go to a game, though. I do want to make that happen, but it's sweet. not like a destination in mind. Sure, it would be a sure. drive through thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyways, as Halloween quickly approaches... Okay, so this was written last week. 
A new survey released the October, or this October found nearly three-fourths of Americans believe in something paranormal. Uh, oh, okay. According from Ch- according from Chapman, according to God, people, this is a reputable news station. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, survey of American fears 2017: about 74.6 percent of people in the United States hold a paranormal belief with the highest percentage believing that ancient advanced civilizations such as Atlantis once existed at 55%. So 55, think about that. More than half the people in the country, at least in in Detroit, (laughs) believe in that kind of stuff. Yeah. However, like, what are they, what are they saying here? Are they saying that Um, anything paranormal? Because let's, let's be honest here. Let's be honest. Uh, The majority of, Religious uh, beliefs are paranormal. People can make that argument. People can absolutely make that argument. Right? Um, let's go through the uh, the different things. So this is kind of, they did the math to come up with the 74%. They didn't obviously add all of these together. Right, they, right, right, right. This is the breakdown of the things that people believed in this 74%. Let's do it. Well, in a way. So some of these people overlap and believe in, in multiple things. So that's why the numbers don't add up to 100%. Oh, they add up to okay, a lot okay. more. Anyways. Yeah. 55% believe places can be haunted by spirits. Wow. Okay. 52.3% believe places can be haunted by spirits. What? Uh, I don't know why they repeated themselves there. Maybe they meant to put something else and they just mistyped. Uh, 35% believe aliens have visited Earth in our ancient past. Okay. I like that. 20, 26.2% believe aliens have come to Earth in modern times. Okay. 25% believe some people can move objects with their minds. Ooh. 19.4% believe fortune tellers and psychics can foresee the future. And then I don't know if this is the last category that they had asked, but this is the last quarter they have listed. And I feel bad for the guy, but only 16% believe Bigfoot is a real creature. Oh, man. You know why it's so low, though? It's just because we haven't found dick. We haven't found anything. We got nothing. We're making funny noises and smacking trees with rocks. That's what we're doing. Other than that, we got uh, diddly shit. The survey recorded personal information about participants and the top characteristics associated with higher levels of paranormal belief in order of magnitude of the effect. Those with the highest levels of paranormal belief tend to be lower income, report themselves as highly religious, and attend religious services infrequently. So they're highly religious, but they don't go to church. But they don't go to church. Uh, following that, the survey founded high or found higher levels of belief in people who are female, conservative, either single or cohabitating. Um, they're also of another race other than white, um, wow. living in a rural area and a West Coast residence. So that was the <sighs> highest demographic of people. Wow. Overall, it was female, conservative either single or just living with somebody else, not white, 
living in a rural area and the West Coast side of the country. Huh. All right. Heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my goodness. That's good stuff, pal. That's awesome. Now, who who um, was it that did this I, again? It was that was Fox Two Detroit. Okay, well okay. they they reported they the reported story, on it. Somebody right. else did the study. Right. Yeah, I don't or think the survey. They, I, don't I wouldn't call they, it a study. Yeah. This headline's tempting. Ooh. What this comes there? from seednews.canoe.com. What the hell? Uh, canoe.com is this what this comes from. Um, she was, she, quote, she has fun taunting me. OJ reportedly confessed to friend's ex-wife, Nicole, haunts him from the afterlife. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Disgraced yeah. OJ Simpson was acquitted of the 1994 murders of his ex-wife, Nicole Brown Simpson, and her friend. I think we all know this. Yeah, I think but so. he's been terrorized, or he has been haunted and terrorized by her ghost ever since. Poor OJ, hasn't he former, suffered enough? Oh. <laughs> former pal Vernon Nelson told Radar Online that wow. Simpson's shocking confession, or Simpson shockingly confessed to him, "quote Nicole haunts me from the afterlife." Wow. Quote, I have night terrors from her. She appears at random at night and is always calling me a coward. You She's know, always laughing at me. She won't let me be. She has fun taunting me. End quote. Here's an idea. Stop killing people. Just just an idea. Yeah, fuck. Um, so they just repeat some of the stuff from the case. Let me see. The juice was heard over taunt. Oh, later during the nineteen nine or the two south the two thousand seven trial for his armed robbery, the juice was overheard talking to an invisible friend during a plane ride with his bail bondsman Miguel Perrier. So he was sitting there talking to somebody that wasn't there. <laughs> uh, quote: This is a quote from him. It looks like from Miguel. He looks over towards the window and he starts talking with an imaginary person right there. And I hear the name Nicole recalled Perrier. I'm just going to call him Perrier because like nice. he's not French, but that's what his name looks like. Um, <laughs> he tells her, why are you fucking with me? And he stares out the window. Oh, man. But I say... Hey, OJ, keep it down. There's people here on the plane. He says, no, no, no. Stop messing with me. Look Whoa. at what you have done to me now. Whoa. And it says he is actually shouting at his own reflection from the window. That's adorable. Uh, during the, his trial, he stayed with Perrier, who said, one night I hear a conversation. It feels like he was yelling at someone. He says, in my past, it's haunting me. Simpson, now 70, was just released from prison earlier this month. So he's haunted by Nicole, whether he killed her or not. It sounds like a mental condition to me. You fucking think? <laughs> yes, God. Oh. He had to go to his happy place when he was in prison. The juice got some juice probably while he was in there. It's a very good point. <laughs> oh my but god! But his happy place is actually dead because he murdered her. 
He definitely did. Oh my god. Gotta love it, pal. Where are you at? I could go on. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. What's our phone number? 913-730-7255. Give us a call, shoot us a text. Send Jason a dirty pick. You know, I posted the number in the yeah. Sofa King page, the group, the secret group. Yeah. And uh, all these people threatened all kinds of crazy stuff, but really we just talked and sent memes and shit. Oh, nice. Nice. That's cool, though. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not asking for it. Somebody did send a picture of somebody throwing up, a meme of somebody throwing up or a GIF or something. I don't remember. Anyways, yeah, I just quickly deleted that one, but <laughs> nobody sent anything like crazy like um that i don't want to look at i'm like what would what would constitute crazy because i guarantee no, that's what you yeah because that's what, gonna gonna that's what you're gonna get ideas that's what you're gonna get very nice but yeah give us a call shoot us a text head on over to uh itunes or uh podbean wherever you get this podcast and leave a review Give us some stars. Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about you on the show. We will. We will indeed. You are. That's right. I got to tell you, though, you guys really stepped it up, man. This past week, good God, you really stepped it up. That's outstanding. How close are we? How, we said once we got how many reviews? To 50. 50. We give something away, and we're at 43. So we're going to have to start uh, getting some shit together here. We're going to have to send that out to some peeps. This will be great. This is going to be a lot of fun because I feel like we're almost there now. So that's good news. Good news. All right, buddy. Anything else to uh, to throw out to the good peeps? Mm, remember, this entire episode, I did not wear any pants. Yeah, I'm still thinking about that. I'm still thinking about that. What the fuck was that noise? That was weird. You heard that too. Yeah, it made your voice yeah. um, robotic. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Interesting. Got to love it, man. That's production value, ladies and gentlemen. Right there. All right. Well, I tell you what. We're going to let you go. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, night, week. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out. Peace <laughs> out.